Hello, welcome to episode 60 of the Unrenowned Podcast, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege, what we don't like about Siege. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. We don't know what we're talking about today. Yes, we do. I don't we're understand. Very frazzled. Okay, tell I us, tell everybody, as long as we're here, tell everybody the reason why we're not, why we didn't record on a regular day, and... Uh, okay, well, don't try to put the blame on me. I didn't. I just said tell them the reason. Oh. Do you feel guilty about something? No, I was sick. Well, it's interesting that you uh, thought that I was blaming you when I just said tell them the reason. It oh. seems that maybe you're feeling guilty about it. No, I think you're so just trying to make So because of Chris's poor immune system, he no, hasn't had enough people sneeze on him through his life to keep him strong and healthy. I do. I six sneezes a day. I find six different people right before they're about to sneeze. I jump in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if somebody actually did that? Just my daily sneezes. Just catching sneezes. Anyway... So you may have noticed uh, that this episode came up in your feed late. That's because Chris was sick earlier this week, so we weren't able to record. But now we are recording live in the Discord, so we're going to have some input from some listeners probably throughout the episode. I will. Can I just defend my immune system real fast? Mm. It's not really its fault because I work at a restaurant where I deal with like tons of customers. I go to a university where there's like thousands and thousands of students. You ever heard of hand washing? Okay. I wash my hands more than like the most. Like, yeah. And then there was a third thing, and I can't remember what that third thing was. But oh, and so you don't wash your hands? No, and I'm around nieces and nephews that touch everything, and then they live in my home. Yeah, but I come <laughs> to your home. Yeah, but they live in my home. I live with those people. So your dishes. immune system is stronger. I, it's like yes, I come in Ryan's house. That's I may just as because well, I'm a stronger person. I may person. as well be having like germs thrown at my face. Like I may as well just go to where norovirus is and just shove it down my throat. <laughs> norovirus is terrible, by the way. Okay. Um, no, we actually do know what we're talking about today. We're talking about uh, lots of updates and um, fixes and improvements and general goodness toward cheats and DDoSing and all that kind of stuff. Ubisoft has been on their game lately. Uh, also, a little nugget about Rainbow Six Quarantine, which was that new outbreak-like game that was announced at E3, right? Yeah. Uh I think that's pretty much it as far as news goes, right? I guess we'll give our thoughts on um, Doctor's Curse, which we have now played since it's been out for a while. Pretty much it. And then we'll do listener questions. Yeah. Yeah. Probably going to be a shorter episode, and I mean it this time. <laughs> we, we say that so often. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's start with Doctor's Curse. Okay. So Doctor's Curse, that's the one where you have attackers and defenders, as every other Siege game. Mm-hmm. It's on Theme Park that's been revamped into like a spookier theme park it looks pretty similar it's just is it foggy Um, there's some decorations that are different yeah i think inside the map i don't think there's any fog or anything i'm trying to remember now i think it's cloudier maybe yeah maybe a little bit not like you can't see people but just like a creepy atmosphere type of thing yeah it's kind of like the house one i think yeah the lighting's definitely different um there's some new things there obviously is that big like centerpiece with doc and bandit inside the glass case and docs like torturing bandit which i've never like stopped to like pay attention to and like see the whole thing busy i wonder if anybody has like done that and put it up on reddit or something probably but uh i really wish that you could do custom games when they do these events because it would be really nice to be able to just stop and like pay attention to all this stuff like i feel like you don't really get to see any of that stuff because you're always just trying to play the game and, like, even if you were just trying to stop and look, somebody else is trying to play the game, so they're going to kill you, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, you can, yeah, you have, like, a five-second preparation phase to look at it. Five seconds? Yeah. That's enough time. Anyway, as far as the game type itself, what are your thoughts? I think it's fun, but it's fun just for, like, a short amount of time. Yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly, like, a party mode type of thing, right? Yeah. It's like, uh, oh, what's a good example? I don't know. I was going to come up with a Halo game type that's just silly, but all of those that we play, we actually like really, really love, and we'll play them all the time. So, <laughs> play um, stop. Yeah, but it's 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 a silly game. Like it certainly doesn't replace what Siege is. I think they have a hard time a lot of times with these events, um, like reaching a lot of the Siege audience. Like I hear a lot of people complaining that like this isn't fun at all. It's not balanced and like all this stuff. And it's like. It's it's just you have to have a different mindset about it. That like it's not supposed to be super balanced and it's not supposed to be super competitive. But it I think that's um it's like a weird overlap when they're trying to get really silly with it because their game in general is so competitive and is so like, you know, it's it's designed to be played competitively. Right. 
Uh, so I think that's why you get that a lot of the time. It's just like people aren't really looking for that from Siege. Um, it, it would help if you could do it in your own custom game. Yeah, so then you could play with your friends. Play with your friends for sure. Uh, like I'm trying to think of the events they've done. I think like the the most popular ones, like Road to SI, I think was really popular because it was the first time we got to play with that kind of rule set. Yeah, which now is basically just ranked, right? Yep, for the most part. Um, and then like I think Outbreak was probably the next most popular, and that was like it was very different, but it was PVE, so it's like a whole different thing. You don't have you don't feel like it has to be like really balanced or anything like that. You know what right. I mean? Uh, and then the other ones I feel like have all been sort of hit or miss as far as whether people like it or not. Rainbow's Magic, I think, was probably next, and then the yeah. Well, the thing about Rainbow's Magic is it was pretty much just There's regular siege, siege, right? Yeah. With with a bunch of unicorns and rainbows. Uh, but like other than that, it was just hostage mode on plane. Yeah, that's true. Without glass. Um, yeah, with no glass on plane, which was great, and uh, a select set of operators. Um, yeah, air cute one, as Dark Romantic says, it was very fun. Uh, but I, I mean, I honestly, I've enjoyed all of the events. I we didn't play Outbreak, which was totally my fault. You weren't here, but I just missed it. Um, but I've enjoyed all the events so far. Um, speaking of Air Force One. Did you know that that Air Force the the airplane plane is like literally Air Force One? I just didn't really put it together. What are you talking about? Like the plane map on plane? Yeah, it's like literally Air Force One. It's the same layout. Oh, I didn't think it was supposed to be Air Force One. Well, that's it's I thought Air it was Force supposed one. to be like a French thing. It's straight up Air Force One. Oh, cool. Um, how I know that is because I was watching the movie Air Force One, mm-hmm. and I like he was like running down a hallway. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa! That's a siege map. <laughs> So, so like I paused I it. I mean, is it is that actually modeled after Air Force yeah, One? So I though? paused it and I was like, hold on, that looks like legit the plane map on Siege. So I looked up Air Force One um floor plan and uh-huh. it's the Siege map. Oh, interesting. It's like exact. There's like differences in the front of the plane, like they move rooms a little bit. It's sure. hard for balancing. But it's the same like it's the same thing. Is it uh any smaller than the actual plane? La which one? Like the map is the map smaller than the real Air Force One, or is it about? The same? It looks like it's the same. The things might be like stretched out more, like mm-hmm. in the actual Air Force One, but like I can't tell exactly. Yeah. Um. Cool. Air Force One is a good movie, by the way. Harrison Ford. Yeah, that was it. Was a good movie. Very, very good movie. Uh. So let's see. Okay, so getting back to Doctor's Curse. Yeah, I think it's fun. Um, it's definitely like I feel like it leans toward attackers. Yeah, I think what they could have done is made you be able to choose only one pulse and one uh, jackal, and then have multiple lions or one pulse and one lion and multiple jackals. Mm-hmm. Maybe one pulse, one jackal, and then three lions. The rest of people are lion because when you have so many pulses and jackals running around, it just <laughs> yeah, like there's nothing you can do. You definitely want to have the mix on, as attack. Um, if you like, a lot of times people will be like, "Oh, let's go all line; it'll be super awesome." But it's actually yeah. not because if they just sit still, you cannot find them. Uh-uh. Um, so, like, you really pulse really is the clutch one. Yeah. Um, but I think if you couldn't have multiple pulses, I think defenders would win a lot more. Uh, so, like, I honestly, I think the setup for attackers. I think you want two pulses, at least one jackal, and then the other, at least, and then probably at least one lion. And then the last one, either Jackal or Lion. Or the last one could be anybody. Um, but I think you definitely want two pulses because what happens is somebody, like, especially when you get to the last guy, he just finds a nice corner and sits still. So there's no footprints to find. He's not moving. Like, the only yeah. way you will find him is with a pulse uh, scanning. And so you're going to have to have two to cover enough of the, the map to map. find him. Yeah. Um, but yeah like uh i what i have seen is really successful from defenders like the worst is just when you have one guy hiding the whole time and you just can't find him yeah um what also has been really successful is like some people have gotten really good at just like holding a room uh the control room is like really popular the one that's like that just kind of corner room up like inside the what's that objective called interrogation or something I don't know. It's initiation. And yeah, it's on initiation side, haunted um, side of the map. Yeah. So anyway, over there on the haunted side, there's that upstairs room. It's just in the back corner. It's called a control room. And like a lot of people have gotten really good at just holding that and just not letting you in with frost traps and smokes and all that stuff, and just like continually keeping the one door like impassable. Yeah. And then when you finally do break through, they just all night sh- nightshade, night shift, night no, not shift, moon shift. Somebody night. tell us. I think it's nightshade. 
or something, and then they all just like disappear. Uh, and we tried it, and we did not succeed. I think we tried it once or twice, but like people who are good at it are good at it, and it it's not uh, work. For it's us. pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, overall, like I think it is more attacker sided. But like I, I think it's close enough. It's fun enough that like I don't really care yeah, that, it that we matter. win or lose or whatever. Right. It's just, like I'm just having a good time. It's just fun. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting for the event to come out that has respawns. Oh, yeah. I think that'll be interesting. Just something they haven't tried before. Nightshade. Nobody's nobody's replied. I think it's called Nightshade. Anyway. Um. Yeah, is that pretty much cover it for? Do you have anything else to say about that? What's your favorite yeah. part of Doctor's Curse? Hiding. What about attacking? You don't like attacking as much. It's fun, but I just like hiding. Just like being the last guy hiding. Yeah. Oh, the skins. Yeah, good point, Dark Romantic. The skins are very, very good. The Capkin. We guys have talked about this more before because we could see the skins before we played. But the Capkin skin is my absolute favorite. You like hate almost all of them. The I like smokes. Smokes is interesting <laughs> with the floppy nose. But yeah, other than that, I, I know you don't like Frost. I do not. Like not Frost. a fan of Ellos. Uh, who else is there? Night Stride. Night Stride. I was closer. Night Shift. I said Night Shade. You said Night Shift. So I have an eye in mine. You don't. Oh my God. Shade is closer to Stride than Shift is to Stride. I think. I say what you want. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Basically um, the same word. Oh yeah, lesions. Lesions is good. The zombie. Lesions is lesions is okay. I, I like smokes. Anyway, that's Doctor's Curse. Yeah, that's Doctor's Curse. Not really if you haven't played it, definitely get in and I say when is it gonna be done? Soon. November fourth. Third, fourth probably after this weekend, I would guess. They're probably gonna go through the weekend. Fourth. So if you haven't played it, definitely get on and play. Um and yeah. Uh okay, so let's get on to the updates that we've had through this week. So uh, should we start with the DDoS stuff? Yeah, DDoS. Tell us what's going on. So basically, Ubisoft released another article about DDoSing. So a month or two ago, they released this article about DDoSing and how they're going to start to take certain actions to avoid DDoSing. They're going to make uh, servers only have one match per server instead of three matches per server. They're going to have they're going to take legal action against people, which they've started doing. And then they released another one just a couple days ago detailing some of the things that they've done and how they've worked so far one of the things that doesn't make a lot of it's just the same as before they're yeah they're kind of just giving like a progress update so they're like listing out the same things they said before and they're saying like complete 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 like just letting us know and the important thing is that they said it resulted in a 93 percent drop in the frequency of ddos attacks um so they've they've completed basically all of what their plans were except for they're still they're in testing on working with Microsoft partners. So they talked about how they were working with the Azure team, which is like the servers of Microsoft. Uh, and that is in testing and they expect it to have a substantial impact. And then they are in the process of pursuing legal action against uh, websites and people who are hosting these services. So a 93% drop. That's a lot. That's basically gone, right? That's a lot. I mean, it's not gone. Well, if it was 100%, it'd be gone. So it's pretty close. Yeah, but it's not gone. Don't say basically gone. It's not gone. Basically gone. Not it's like saying it's like gone. saying using hand sanitizer kills all germs. No, it doesn't. 99.99. Yes, basically all germs. <laughs> uh, um, Yeah, so good on them. Uh, I don't ever like... I, like I, I want to say like, oh yeah, it's gone down a lot. I've noticed. But like I've actually... I've, I've, I've like very, very rarely ever actually run into it. So I can't say that I've seen any difference myself. Have you have you ever run into this really at all? Has this been a problem for you? No, never. Yeah. I also like we don't play as much as like most players. Which I wouldn't is funny say most players. I'd say some players. Some players, yeah. Because we have a podcast on the game. But we probably don't play as much as a lot of the people who listen to this because those are like the most interested in Siege. Uh yeah. but time. Time is a factor. Um but I I never ran into DDoSing. Yeah, I Never. haven't had a problem. I've, with I've it. also heard it's more in the higher ranks, which makes sense. Like if they're DDoSing and they're they're ranking up because they're doing DDoS attacks. Yeah, it's going to be in the higher ranks, but yeah, probably. Never have I ever. Uh, Skian says there's one person in his group of friends who DDoSes, and as soon as they found out, they shunned him immediately. Nice. <laughs> I can just see like Dwight shunned, <laughs> reshun. I'm pretty sure there was a friend in our group that was like trying to cheat on Black Ops or one of those Call of Duty games, and everyone stopped playing with him. That's awesome. It's pretty funny. Yeah. 
It's just not like it's not cool. Yeah. It's just not cool. Okay, so good on them for the DDoS stuff. And then also, uh they posted did they post this article or somebody else wrote this article? Uh about the suing the cheat maker. Yeah, that's PC gamer. Rock paper shotgun that. for this one that I have the link for. That's yeah, that's them. They wrote it. Um yeah, so Rock Paper Shotgun put out this uh article ubisoft suing rainbow six cheat maker who talked about his works on the bbc correct so why why did you go on bbc and talk He's about an idiot stupid uh basically they believe a dutch teenager is a key figure in mizusoft whose cheat includes the usual wall hack and recoil canceling and such and his mother is helping process its subscription payments Ubisoft, they spent say they spend a whole lot of time and money trying to stamp out cheats, so they filed suit to make them knock it off and pay a big stack of cash and damages. Curiously, the main cheat maker seems to be someone who talked about his creation on the BBC. <laughs> so this idiot teenager bragged about how awesome he is making these cheats, and now he's being sued. And I hope that they get everything that he's made from those cheats. Yeah, I hope he does. I hope they do. I hope they get at least get large sum enough and, like, illegal action taken against him where he's like shoot yeah i mean i don't know like what the possible legal like precedent would be here or like what laws they might be trying to say that he's violated or whatever like at best i think they probably can point to their eula and say he violated that yeah uh but like i highly doubt there's any like laws on the books about I mean, I guess there's probably laws about interfering with like other types of software that would maybe you could apply to games right like there's got to yeah. be stuff against hacking like bank software and all that i'm sure they can right, find obviously. something honestly uh so yeah maybe they can just sort of stretch something like that and and get him but uh if anything i just hope it scares people to stop doing this yeah, crap that's the thing if, if they're seeing people are actually getting sued like because i don't think i've ever seen a game company do this no like, it's usually trying to handle real like, legal action suing yeah it's almost always like just trying to handle on their end just banning people and very yeah. rarely like going after the source but this is like like legit no you're yeah the, the ddosing thing was even more so because that's actually a felony yeah totally uh that's crazy that's great yeah so cool um if you want links to any of these stories of course we'll have those in the show notes as we always do um okay does that cover all that stuff should we get on to rainbow six quarantine uh yeah go on to that yeah, so basically Ubisoft delayed a long list of games into uh, their next fiscal year. So Watch Dogs Legion, Rainbow Six Quarantine, uh, Gods and Monsters, which I haven't even heard of, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Division 2. Wait, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Gods and Monsters, Ghost, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, and the Division 2 underperformed uh, is the headline. And then Watch Dogs Legion and Rainbow Six Quarantine were delayed. I was like, I'm confused because I thought... Yeah, those, some of those games are already out. Uh, they're delayed until 2020 to 2021. Uh, they're, let's see. I'm trying to see where the original launch date was supposed to be, which I'm not seeing here. Uh, but basically they delayed them. They, I think they said they have like six AAA games coming in that fiscal year. So they're like, I think basically what happened here is probably those games are not quite ready yet. Um, and then because these other three big games have underperformed, they're probably just like, cutting their losses for this fiscal year and pushing those other big games into next fiscal year so that they can have six big, I think it was six big AAA releases coming that year and try to make that the big year for them. Yeah. Seems like that's the financial strategy there. So, uh, like it or not, games are a business. And so five, right uh, now, five if you have the games. money, it might be a good time to invest a little bit of stock into Ubisoft. <laughs> Cause that year they dropped. I think they dropped a little bit after that announcement that they were pushing things back. Not a ton. It was... Oh, hold on. We are not financial advisors. There was a $2 drop when they made that announcement. Well, there you go. And then that one year <laughs> that they... $2 drop from what? 12 to 10. That's significant. Oh, wait. Their stock's only worth $12 yeah. a share? Yeah. Whoa. Well, there must be a lot of shares. Let's check Ubisoft Montreal real fast. I don't know much about the stock market. This anyway, when they when they have that year that they're going to have all that, it's going to show in their quarterly reports that it has gone up so much that stock price is going to increase. Yeah. So if you've got money and you want to mess around the stock market and you know what you're doing. Which we don't. So don't take our advice. <laughs> but I made some money in the stock market. Right? Sure. But you're not a financial advisor. No. 
<laughs> I've gotten lucky a couple times. Though. Invest at your own risk. Um, yeah, but okay. So anyway, Rainbow Six Quarantine will be out later, fiscal year 2020 to 2021, which do we have actual dates, which runs from April 1st, 2020 to March 31st, 2021. So we'll probably see it holiday 2020 or early 2021, I would guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So are you excited about that game? Quarantine? Yeah. I don't think I'll buy it, but yeah, I'm excited. I mean, we've only seen that one trailer. I don't think I'll buy it, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see it come out. Yeah, I don't really buy games anymore. It's kind of sad. The only game I'm looking forward to buying right now is Halo on PC. Oh, they're doing a new Reach test. It's a test right now. right now. How have we not gotten into any of these flight tests? I don't know. Because we don't play Master Chief Collection anymore. If yeah. we had like more activity on MCC, we probably would have. Um, But anyway... So that's pretty much it going on Siege this week. Let's uh, do listener questions. Do you want to hear the spoiler? Oh, wait. What's spoiler? We have like a whole line of paragraphs from this leaker. Oh, wait. Did you just find this or something? Or where did this come from? 45 minutes ago. Oh. Um, It's interesting. I I don't know if we should do spoilers. I think we should read this. Okay. I don't know how this guy hasn't gotten his... I don't know how he's lost his job. This is the same guy, right? Yeah. I don't know how they haven't found him and fired him. Well, so the guy posting it apparently is not the guy. It's like the friend who works at Ubisoft is leaking to this guy. Yeah. But whoever's leaking it should be fired right now. Sure. I think so. I think it's annoying when, like, they're trying to, like, save stuff as a surprise and someone's, like, ruining it. Unless it's on purpose. Sometimes they leak stuff on purpose. it could be. That's someone's job. It's, 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 It's a deppie. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this is what he says. He says the Indian attacker has a grenade launcher that fires a device which charges up and destroys gadgets around it. Also, she has a bolt action rifle. The Kenyan defender has a device that sucks in a grenade at a time and triggers them. Jaeger's competition. No idea about loadouts, though. I believe he's a one speed op. Year five will have some interesting ops. Anyone ever watch the commercials with the Kool Aid Man? Also, heard something about a medic drone operator and a Kimbo dude that might be in the works, but can't actually 100% confirm these since they're not on the board lots of stuff got shelved over the years over engine issues and impracticable and impracticality impracticability is what he put (laughs) for example we had a shield with a stun in mind that would throw back people but with the way shields are we felt it was not wise to pursue it at the moment flamethrowers light beams and other wider wilder ideas are held back by engine for now new stuff as well as for the rest of the ops an alarm gadget for defenders and a small thermite charge for attackers Tachanka rework is coming soon who no longer need his turret and has an interesting new play Vinka is being looked at being turned into a proper medic down the line half reinforcement walls are being studied but not a sure thing i believe after ella and Cavs elites it's buck remember elites are decided by how many people play these operators by the way we're aware of client-side debris internally there's still a debate over whether to just instantly delete debris or develop a solution that looks nicer so it somehow be synced properly. The problem also has been the problem also has held back the replay mode because it looks horribly off. The server interpretation replay mode. <laughs> apparently problem has also held back the replay mode because it looks horribly off. Hmm. Uh, the server interpretation isn't always ideal. Also, looking at lighting and camo because of competitive and Rainbow Six quarantine. That's it. Wow. There's a lot of stuff in the works if any of that is to be believed. Which this is the, the this guy is, who's been a reliable source of leaks right. for the entire time. <laughs> yes. Uh, so some of this may not be right, probably just because things will change going mm-hmm. down the line. But that's pr- probably all stuff that actually has been in the works. What's the standout thing to you there? Um, two things. One thermite charge for attackers, a small thermite charge. Yeah. That sounds like a secondary. That's what it is. Secondary gadget, which seems insane. Uh, Tachanka rework, and then the third one I think is the debate about debris. I don't understand how that debate is not. Let's do it for now, and then we'll figure out a solution. Yeah, but let's just pick just one. It. Yeah, like that should be a thirty-minute debate max. How is it going on? Like, is yeah. it? Are they having a meeting over and over again? What are we gonna do about debris? And they're just talking about it all day long. I mean, no, but I can just imagine two guys delete. No, delete. No. <laughs> That's all they do. I'm sure it's they just like something get paid eighty thousand dollars a year just to argue about Comes up all that. the time. Uh, I'm I'm down to delete it. Just delete it. That would make so many players happy. Yeah, I don't care. Like just make it go away. Make it make a drop and it instantly fade. Like it already fades now as you do it, right? Like mm-hmm. it it like shrinks Very to slowly, nothing. Yeah. Uh, just do that immediately. Yeah. That's fine. Or just make it disappear when you hit. Like it, you can fix it later and make it fixed. But for now, just do that because it's a problem and it's annoying. 
Yeah. Um, okay, so the defenders, there was a grenade launcher that destroys gadgets? Yeah, so like a Thatcher that has a launcher, it looks like. Okay. It's, it there's just not says pictures gadgets, or anything, right? It it's no, just text. Okay. Just text. Um, it says gadgets. I don't know if that just means electrical gadgets only. That's what I assume it means. Yeah, because, well, because it's weird that he would specify it destroys gadgets. Yeah. Um, Charges up and destroys gadgets, so yeah. And bolt-action rifle. Bolt-action rifle. Watch that be able to so go through reinforced walls. It's got to be a one-shot, right? I hope so. Well, Should be. No, no, because like you don't want somebody just one-shotting in the chest all the time, even if it is bolt-action. I mean, if you have to like mount it, though, or something. Well, it's definitely not going to be mounted. Well, if it's a one-shot, it might be worth it. That is interesting, though. I would, and maybe it's just a bolt shot with no sights. I don't know. We'll uh, find out, I guess. A bolt action with no sights and a one shot. You know, yeah, we'll find out. And then what were the other ops? The Kenyan Defender, a device that sucks in a grenade at a time and triggers them. So, I don't know. Defender, you said? Defender. Why would you want that? Why would you want to suck in a grenade and then blow it up? That seems really it, dangerous for def- I attackers. I wonder if it sucks it in and when an when attacker goes through it, blows up on them. Ooh. It's like a proximity trap type thing. Yeah, that makes sense. But I don't know exactly how it works. Probably like this. It's like Kirby. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Uh, with other, with the, other uh operators? There's just, just those two like operators. Kind of the ideas. Yeah. Tachanka, no turret, it sounded like. Yeah. Finca's going to be a proper medic. Yep. Half reinforcement walls are being talked about. Yeah. Which I'm trying to think what you would get out of that. The mirror windows type stuff. Okay. Is it just so like you have to hop over the thing or can you not get through the wall? I think you can hop over it. But you can't just walk through, obviously. So you'd have to vault. I'm not 100% sure about hopping over it, though. It might be. Uh, The other one is like bank. They always destroyed the half part of the wall. Mm-hmm. so that they can throw like smokes and stuff there so they could reinforce the bottom half of it yeah but interesting uh anything else big there nope that's pretty much it anyway interesting stuff big if true big if true um yeah LQs. LQs. it's interesting that there was nothing about uh castle yeah, well. Castle's still just, they don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. Tachanka, though, that's something. That is good, yeah, because they've been trying to figure that out for a long, long time. Uh, It'll be sad if he loses his turret, but probably the only solution. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's do listener questions. You know where you can ask us questions, Ryan? I do know. Why don't you tell us? Well, you can either go on Twitter at r 6 Unrenowned and tweet us a question, which we will then answer, or you can join the Rainbow Six Discord. I mean, you can do that. You can also join the Unrenowned Discord. Better Discord. Which is more important and better because you can find people to play with. You can ask us questions. You can talk about the podcast and just talk about Siege with a group of people that you can get to know, and it's really fun. Um, That's the place to do it. You know how you can join it. You could search Unrenowned Discord on Google. You can do that, right? Also find it in the show notes or on our Twitter profile. Very, very good. Yeah. You can do all three of those things. You can also just, um, well, that. You should do it. those things. Also, if you just want to follow us and chat with us throughout the week, you can do that on Twitch and Mixer and YouTube. I am Ryguy, W-R-Y-G-U-Y. And I am just hello with three O's. I'm also at just Chris Davis on Instagram. Yeah. You can see Chris's IRL. Earl. Chris's Earl. Uh, Yeah, we have a good time. We stream Siege usually every Wednesday, uh, and then usually we'll stream another game on Fridays, and then I at least will usually stream at least one other time through the week, sometimes more. Streaming more often now because we've got a project in the works. I like how we said we usually stream Siege on Wednesdays. I don't think we've played Siege on Wednesday in a long time. Yeah, we have. It's been at least four I mean, weeks. It's it's been irregular recently. Disneyland, we didn't do it last week, and we didn't do it this week. We played Siege fairly recently, though. We played Doctor's Curse, but I played like three matches of oh. it. Well, okay, I played we Doctor's Curse for a while. Okay. Um, Ryan thinks he's better than me. <laughs> true. It's like whatever. 
Yeah. So do those things and we will start answering questions. Also, if you ask six questions that get read on the podcast on six different episodes of the podcast, you get your podcast questionnaire role, which shows everybody how cool you are right now. Our podcast questionnaires who are currently online are Doc, Dark Romantic 17 and Steel Switch. So congratulations to you guys. And there's a few others of you in the server, but those guys are online right now. Okay. All Hail the Lord has a question. What do you guys think about having a third reinforcement as a secondary gadget? I'm fine with that. Yeah. Well, so here's, I'm like, I don't hate it, but I don't think it's very necessary because I think on just about every site, there's enough enough. reinforcements around the team as long as everybody's doing the reinforcements. Um, and also like they already are balancing around how how many reinforcements you have. Uh, so like that kind of throws off balance in a big way. And also that there are other secondary gadgets on the way. So I don't think we need to throw in more of an existing thing. I think it'd be a lot more interesting to get something like the motion sensor alarm. Yeah. Uh, Cause you don't want to waste your secondary gadget for a reinforcement. Yeah. I can't, anyway. I can't imagine ever trading anything, even if it was between deployable shield and reinforcement, I think I would take a deployable shield. Yeah. I mean, deployable shields are nice. Yeah, but I bet, like that's my least favorite of all of them, and I would still take that yeah. over reinforced. So, like, really, you like that? You preferred barbed wire over deployable shield? Oh yeah. Oh heck no. Barbed wire is just so much more reliable in like affecting what's happening. Heck no, techno. Uh, but I, I, I'm not one to ever sit behind a shield and use it in that way. So you don't play warden enough. No, I don't. I don't play warden at all, as we discussed last week. Yeah, because I play warden. <laughs> Uh, I'll hail the Lord has another question. Do you think a shield operator with a Deagle would be too strong? Yes. Well, here's no the thing. We have fuse right I now with the have, PKM. Well, yeah, we have doc or not. We have Montaigne with the LFP. Yeah, the Magnum. Uh, and like the PKM is a two shot, at least on like on three speeds, I think on two speeds. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, but the Deagle is just the Deagle. I feel like it's just too much. It is a lot. It's just, it's too cool to be with the shield yeah. operator. You don't deserve <laughs> sure. it. Sure. Uh, no, I like, I honestly, I don't think it would be any stronger really than what we have now. Um, so, I mean, it's a faster reload than the Magnum. Yeah. But it's on par with the PKM. The one difference is that the PKM, like, the Fuse isn't primarily a shield operator, and almost nobody runs a shield with Fuse. It's true. Uh, so that's, I guess, the one difference. But I don't know. I don't think it really matters. I think people will be equally frustrated with shields whether or not there's a deal. Who was that questioned by? That was by All Hail the Lord. But he had the last question as well, so he, still, oh. he only gets one. Okay. Our next question from the Rainbow Six, from the Underdown Discord. May as well be the Rainbow Six Discord. Yeah, stop saying that. Is by Got Egg, who says, "How do you guys think hit markers will affect the game if they were added?" Uh, so if you've ever played Call of Duty or Battlefield, you'll notice that sometimes you like shoot at something, and you get a hit marker, and you like go back like, "Oh, there's a guy there," and you start shooting at it again mm-hmm. because you hit someone. Mm-hmm. It would change Siege a lot because you would Ooh, shoot yeah. through walls and be like, "Oh, there is a guy there." Keep shooting it because you're getting hit markers. Yeah, um, with. With uh, the bullet penetration that is in Siege and like how big of a deal that is, I think that would be like catastrophically bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it might be nice if like if there was a hit marker when you when there was a direct shot, right? Like if it just didn't go on bullet penetration and it didn't go on explosive damage. If it was only like on a direct shot, well, just explosive so you damage confirm. does have hit markers. You get hit markers on grenades if you don't kill one. Oh, you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Um. Yeah. That's how I know to throw another grenade. Yeah. Well, so there's that. They already exist in some ways. Yeah. And when um, they do, I throw another one. <laughs> also, like, no, actually, now that I think about it, I don't think you really need it because, well, I guess it depends. If you're like across the map and you shoot through a wall and you hit somebody, then like that would be a new, that would be new intel that you wouldn't have had. Yeah. But like when you're close, even if they're on the other side of the wall, you hear them react and like. Like sure. if you're like down a hall from them and you can see them, you can see the blood and everything. Like there essentially are hit markers. Like yeah. there, there's indications that you're hitting. Um, so like I I don't think we need to add them. Uh, I think about so Halo One, um, didn't have hit markers, and then when they added it to Master Chief Collection, there was like an audible cue, like it's like beep when you would hit somebody. 
uh, which I think was added in Halo PC because like the the like latency was such a problem that you sort of needed that to like tell you you were hitting them uh because you had to like lead a lot um but so so the master chief collection version of halo one was based on halo pc so it's so stupid it originally well there was running code that worked on whatever uh anyway it so it had this audible hit marker sound which is like it completely breaks Halo One gameplay because like spawns are predictable in Halo One, um, and so like if you're good at the game and you know where the spawns are, you can sort of cover spawns by just like throwing frags there ahead of time. And so if you're getting that extra ping every time a frag hits somebody, then it's like even further you can just dominate the team that's spawning because like you throw a random frag and you know exactly where they spawned because you get the the thing, right? Uh, so it was like. And just, like, the range of frag grenade damage is so large that it's, like, if you just have an idea of where somebody might be, you could chuck a frag down there and just get that indicator that, like, oh, yeah, somebody's over there. I'll go, like, take care of that. Um, so, like, it, that it's... That was removed, right? It's not there anymore. Yeah, it was, it was removed. Um, yeah, hit markers can be really bad if... Uh, well, they just can't be. Like, in a game like Call of Duty or Battlefield where it's just not as... You respawn. That's the thing in those games. You respawn. Yeah, that's true. So it's just not a big deal if you die because of something. Right. Um, also, it would be cool if, because in like Call of Duty, if you're shooting at someone and you, you're lagging, you don't get hit markers because you're not actually hitting them. So it would be cool if in Siege, if they would make the blood not come out of someone unless the server was saying, yeah, like, yeah, that's the server was confirming. Because that's what's so annoying in Siege when you see blood, but you're not actually doing damage. Right. So it'd be cool if the server could like confirm the damage and then you would see the blood mm-hmm. come out. That would be cool. Yeah. Cause that's not giving you any extra information. It's just telling you you have Walmart internet or <laughs> you have Google fiber. Stop playing at McDonald's. Um, my turn. It's, it, it's your turn. Steel switch asked if you were to create or provide input on what the next Halloween event is going to be, what would you want to see? My gosh, that's a long ways away. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, have you been inspired at all by this recent event? I, I Yeah, actually, I would want to see like an infection type game mode. Sledgehammer is still on attack, but only one person that is faster or slower. It's like normal speed. Everybody else is pretty fast running around like a house map or like something smaller, but it's one verse nine and everyone you kill respawns with a sledgehammer and you end up chasing one guy in the end. Mm, yeah, I think that would be way fun um that's people like in halo reach there were some people that would only play infection on halo reach yeah in matchmaking yeah it's fun infection is pretty fun uh yeah i'm like i'm trying to think i guess i don't have any good ideas so yeah i'm without ideas i'm sorry crazy uh okay i just remembered rush 17 asked last week Mm -hmm. about deployable shields reducing damage of a nearby nitro cell if the shields between uh, the attacking operator in the nitro cell. So we actually just tested this with two defenders, but it, in theory, it'd be the same, right? So what we learned, and I think we kind of have a slightly different interpretations of it. So like you can say yours or whatever, but basically uh, if the shield's up in front of you, it does give you protection against the nitro cell. Yes. Um, what it seems like is there's a certain range where if the nitro cell is within that range, it's lethal um and so behind the shield or not it's going to kill you mm-hmm. but if you're behind the shield uh and the nitro cell is like outside of that lethal range the shield absorbs all the damage yes so like we we didn't have time to like r- like really really get in depth with it and just because like it's so hard to test things in siege because they don't give us good custom game options and because you can't even set up a freaking custom game with two people on the same team it's so <laughs> annoying yeah uh so we had to do a terrorist hunt and like that was frustrating but uh, what we saw was uh, several times if the nitro was too close, I was behind the shield and it would just kill me. And then other times, if the nitro was just a little bit farther away, it would destroy the shield and I would take zero damage. Yeah. He, um, he never took, he either took 100 damage or zero damage from yeah, behind the shield. Nothing in between. So it seems like it's all or nothing. You just have mm-hmm. to hope the shield is, so the shield doesn't seem to absorb damage or protect you. It just uh, will I mean, I guess it does, but only within a certain... It protects you from, like, the fall-off damage, basically. Yeah. So, like, if if you're farther 
far enough away from the nitro that it was only going to do 30 damage to you, then the shield is going to absorb all 30 of that. Right. And the shield will be destroyed. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so so you can use shields to hide behind if necessary. You just have to hope that the nitro is far enough away from the shield. Yeah. What we didn't test and we should have was just like if I was standing a little bit farther back from the shield or if I was standing up behind the shield. Because every single time we did it, I was just crouched as close to the shield as I could get to like try to get full protection. We didn't test like standing up behind a shield or something, but that's what we learned. Also, I'm not totally sure on this one because I'm not sure if we got the distances right. But once I was behind a shield on soft floor and it killed me, right? Yeah, it did. Um, but on hard floor, it didn't. So I don't. I think I think it was closer on the. You soft floor. You think it was just okay? Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if soft or hard floor has, makes any difference, but we tried to test that. Uh, we just didn't get enough uh, data. So hopefully that answers your question, Rush Seventeen. So do you say data because of data in Star Trek or just have always had data your whole life? I use them interchangeably. I usually prefer data. I like how data sounds better, but I think I normally say data. Mm. I do like the sound of data better, but I, like if somebody else with me like says data first, I'll probably just like copy them. Uh, Subconsciously or on purpose? On purpose, just to not like, oh, it's it's data, not data. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'll just I'll just mirror them, but. Next question. Next question is, sorry, I'm uh, on our Google Doc. Next question is from TL Bear. Do you think that Ubi needs to ban skins like this to make? So this is a picture. Do you see the person in the picture? Uh, Wait, what? So click on that yes, picture. Yes, yes, yes. I looked at this. Okay. So there's basically a person blending in to, it's on Villa first floor. Um, Oh, wait. Hold on. I'm lost where I am. Where is this? Uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, Villa first floor outside of The thing that's confusing me is the fact that bomb's there. Oh. Um, what room is It's an objective that we don't... Oh, yeah, yeah, it is outside outside the kitchen. I see where we are. Yeah. Yeah, so it's outside the kitchen, the trophy room or something like that. Anyway. It's the room with all the covered furniture. Yeah. Uh, and it has... Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, there's a person standing against the wall, and they're like they blend in completely with the wall. Yeah, like on first glance, you look at this, and it just looks like a guy sprinting in an empty room with yeah. like a few gadgets down or whatever. And then it's like the caption is like, "Can you see him?" So you're like, "What are you, what are you talking about?" And you're like looking in the next room, like is there somebody hiding behind the doorway or something? And then like all of a sudden, you realize like, "Oh, there's a guy standing like right in front of him that is like exactly the same color as the wall." Yeah. So. Do I think those should be banned from ranked? Like, it's hard because a skin like that is very visible behind a reinforcement or like most other walls. I feel like almost any skin, there's going to be like some wall that you can stand by that makes you invisible. I know some are worse than others. And so like maybe after some that are specifically bad, they should be banned. Yeah. So Teal Bear says that this skin is from the Ember Rise collection and there's a hundred items that make every character look like that. So apparently like... They introduced a bunch of skins that blend in with like common textures. Um, I don't know exactly what the skin is. I don't even know who the operator is. Yeah, that's, I can't tell what the operator is either because it says, "Do you see her?" It doesn't. It looks like Fuse kind of, but I can't tell who it is. The picture is kind of blurry. Yeah. Um, but <sighs> maybe it's Buck, but it says her. I don't like. What'll be interesting, I think, is. Uh, if they start using this in pro league and it oh, starts becoming Valkyrie. a problem there, um, I don't know. Like it's it. I would be frustrated. I don't know how often this will actually present itself as a problem. Yeah, that's my like real question. Because like it's easy to set up a screenshot, and I don't know if this was like in a real game or if they just set up a screenshot for it. Um, but like. Like, how many maps does this actually happen on? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, and and you can't change your skin in the game. So, like, you'd have to, like, prepare ahead what skins you want to wear that will blend in with only a certain map. Yeah. Right? So, I don't, like, I haven't seen it as a problem yet. That doesn't mean it's not. But I guess we'll wait and see. I guess. I mean, it happens. But I don't think it's, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's our answer, really. We don't know. I'd be fine with certain skins being revamped to not blend in like that, but I think it's just hard because there's so many different backgrounds that you can 
unless you have a rainbow as magic skin, you can blend in with pretty much anything if you are behind the red object. Yeah. Uh, Jukas says, what did you guys do for Halloween? Did you dress up? So we had a party before Halloween at my sister's house. Yeah, she always throws this really big Halloween party. Uh, not big, but like... Um, so if you've ever seen the game show, they're the, the like, what do you call it? Reality game show, The Mole. Uh, this yeah. is like back when reality game shows were starting to get big. It was like just shortly after Survivor started. Uh, anyway, this game show, The Mole, basically there's a bunch of people and they're all on a team to like to do these challenges to put money in a pot and the winner at the end gets all the pot except one of the players is a mole and is like sabotaging all of the missions. And so what the other players have to do is one, they're trying to like accomplish these challenges. And then every episode they have a quiz on who the mole is and whoever scores the lowest on the quiz is eliminated. So you have to simultaneously like win these challenges to get the money in the pot that you can win at the end. And you have to be keeping track of who the mole is Mm -hmm. and be like the closest at, at like identifying the random questions. Yeah. Um, super interesting. So that's the TV show. So she throws like a mole themed Halloween party where like everybody comes in their costumes and it's like, it's a party. And then we do like little like party games. And one of the players in, in the party games is a mole trying to sabotage and we're playing for gift cards that go in a pot or whatever. So it's like super fun. It's pretty fun. Uh, that was, this was your first time going to that, right? Yeah. You're finally all grown up. I know. Oh, it's the first time I've been here that they've done it. Yeah, it, it's fun. Uh, so that's what we did for that. On Halloween itself, I took my kids trick-or-treating. Um, my three-year-old was Captain America, and he was very cute. And my one-year-old was Baby Hulk. That's subjective. <laughs> uh, what? Did you dress up as Ryan? Um, so I didn't dress up for actual Halloween, but for the party, we were black-eyed peas, me and my wife. So we painted black eyes. On our eyes, and then we wore T-shirts with the letter P on it. So we were black-eyed peas. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's good. Um, I was a doctor, and then on Halloween I worked, but I was also a doctor. And I had a lot of people ask me if I was actually a doctor, or if I was actually in med school. Oh, six people to be exact. Wow. Yeah. So I'm and thinking you of changing had to my tell career. them no, no, and I never will be because I'm not smart enough. I I told a couple of people. They said you should. You look like a doctor. And I said that's way too much school. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Yeah, I agree. Noah won me 97 said, quick question. If I reinforce a hatch and put a maestro evil eye on top, can Thermite and Hibana breach the hatch or yes. does the evil eye have to be destroyed? Thanks. No. Love the podcast. Yeah. Um, they can't place their thing on top of the evil eye. No, but you can get on the side. Enough. Right. Yeah. So they could just breach the hatch, which would destroy the evil eye. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they would, they would have to work around the evil eye, which but it wouldn't slow them yeah, down. The, the evil eye is not, not a, I mean, maybe if you did two, you might be able to place them in such a way that thermite wouldn't be able to breach the hatch. I think you could still get like the it, corner of it. It'd be though. interesting to experiment with it, but like, yeah, he, he can place them pretty, pretty far on the edge. Yeah. So, and then even if not, he could like, if it's like a, a soft floor, he could put it on the floor next to it and probably still breach it. Yeah. Um, or on the wall next to it. Yeah. The, you're better option if you're trying to stop a, fl- a hatch breach is to put the evil eye somewhere that can see the hatch and try to zap the gadgets yeah. if they're putting them down i spent a lot of time doing that dark romantic 17 says last minute question if they made a sequel to siege would they consider adding more players to the game modes instead of 5v5 make it 6v6 or more if we get to 100 ops it would allow more team diversity and roles for future ops um i, I like i like 5v5 a lot i'd be fine with a 6v6 but then i feel like there gets to a point where there's too many people talking in a voice channel yeah for for a game that's so heavily team oriented that there's definitely like a, a limit there of how many people you want talking that's a good point um call of duty is six on six by default right on like a standard game type game yeah. size and so they have search and destroy which is basically the siege game mode and that's 6v6 so like it it does work mm-hmm. um for sure I don't think that Call of Duty is generally played at such a high level of competition, just like in pub pub matches, right? Um, but like, I, like I, I definitely think that if the if there was another if there was a sequel to Siege, I think there would be a lot more diversity in game modes. I think that would be something they have to do to try to sell Siege Two. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Like standard Siege would still exist, but there would definitely be like 
here's a respawn game mode or here's 8v8 or here's you know what something. like something that has to be different to to sell people on the proposition because sure you sold it to what 45 million people this time is that what they're at or something it might be 50 yeah sure and and maybe like say five to ten million of us are way into siege and would buy siege 2 pretty much no matter what but 40 million of those people are not that into siege yeah and unless there's something new about it they're not gonna buy another one yeah um i I wonder what would happen if they made it like a call of duty kind of game like similar game modes as call of duty and one of the game modes was like a search and destroy which was like siege siege Mm -hmm. but all the other game modes were like call of duty so it brought in kind of that call of duty crowd if they kept it to where it wasn't like I i don't know how you do stuff like gadgets and stuff but yeah, you'd have to like really rework how gadgets work to do anything with respawns. Yeah. Um I mean Battlefield has like gadget like things, right, that that they work around with respawns. Uh and they could do something that's more like Overwatchy. You know, where it, like because Overwatch definitely has a wide variety of different kinds of powers and gadgets and things. Right. Um but it like it it had to be like a really really careful balance because if if you did something like that where say now you have team deathmatch and you have domination and like search and destroy and say those are your three game modes now you have to like balance the game around three like completely different game modes um and like i think suddenly classic siege like loses a lot of its focus if that happens so like that seems really dangerous to me um Speaking of Call of Duty for a second, have you heard anything about Modern Warfare? I have heard it's really great. I've heard good things too. I went to check Metacritic real fast. I'm so confused. So I went to check Metacritic, the user score. So Call of Duty after Modern Warfare 2, I think it was. Modern Warfare, the first Modern Warfare, Call of Duty 4, is like 8.4 user score. Really, really good. Mm -hmm. Modern Warfare 2 drops a little bit. Black Ops drops a little bit. And after that, it's like 3 or like 4 and below. Nothing Mm -hmm. above 4. Yeah, this one's three point three. The other day it was five point something. But all these negative reviews are talking about like Russia. So I don't know if something happened that they're like, oh, it's probably so. There's there's a um half of these are in Russian. Oh yeah, the Russians are pissed. It's actually banned in Russia. So so basically, what happened is, uh, there is a mission, or a part of a mission or something in Modern Warfare, where um. Russia is blamed for like this like slaughter on on this highway they call Death Highway or something. Yeah, killing children or something. Yeah, and and like and uh and that's part of the mission or whatever. Well, it turns out that's that's like a pretty direct reference to an actual event in the Gulf War that the United States was responsible for. So, really? yeah, so like I went and read a little bit about it. Basically, the United States, uh, th- so there was the uh, the Iraqi forces, I think, were like on this this one highway that goes in and out of wherever, and the United States uh, basically bombed one end of the highway and bombed the other end of the highway. So this big group of this big like platoon or whatever was stuck with nowhere to go on the highway. Oh dang! And then over several days, they just were like slaughtering them, um, oh. and apparently, like there there may like there's like nobody's like really sure because obviously like whoever was involved doesn't want this to get out and then you know so it's like all the reporting from like the military versus like reporters who were there was all very different and like nobody knows really what the truth is but there may have been children that were on the road or like uh just like civilians and stuff um so it's it's just like a really like big black mark on like the united states military or whatever and uh in this game they they just like directly referenced that event and then went and blamed it on the russians so i could totally see that a bunch of russians are coming on there and like just review bombing it on metacritic yeah and and even and even like uh, americans Americans, right totally these seven in a row game horrible propaganda part of the game russians are antagonists against strange plot again evil russians killing children russia phobia in this game is disgraceful disgusting propaganda is just it's like this games are not politics i want to know if the game's good guys (laughs) I know. That's what's annoying is that like so much of user score is tied up in like a controversy around a game. I wonder like, how many of these people have played the game as a thing too. Or yeah. are they just adding to like I wanna know if the game's good. Yeah, well that's why you don't go to Metacritic to find out if a game's good. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh I mean it's it's a good way to get like a reviewer's uh, uh 
collab what what's the word a, like compilation of review scores from uh-huh. the professional reviewers who won't let that affect the review um so like that's that's at least like one use for it but other than that i think you just have to talk to people who actually play it but i've I, heard it's very fun yeah i have a friend that plays it that it's a lot okay god egg asked what changes would you like to see in the next season so i mean apart from like ops and maps right like actual changes client side debris that'd be sweet um i'd like to see a further reduction of the ranked map pool i want sky uh, skyscraper skyscraper out of ranked yep i want custom games revamped yes that's on my list that's all on my wish list right now i think i don't think there's um, anything else on my wish list three minute drone three men drone hashtag three men drone uh yeah that's from god egg you said that's from got egg yeah, I would like to see all of that stuff. So they're pretty much our regular list. Uh, Castle on Attack. Um, what else is on our list? <laughs> I had to think about what's on my list. I, I mean, it's it's almost time to put together Santa's wish list. So yeah. better keep thinking about it. Final Anyways, question. Final question is from. I'm still looking at uh, this sheet. Uh, skiing. Says, have you guys seen the leaks for the new season? Yes, we have. How do you feel about them? We just told you. Or what are your favorite? Also, what are your favorite games by genre? Roguelike, side scroller, arena shooter, co op shooter, MMO, single player, etc. And also, 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 can you guys voice your thoughts on Rainbow Six Quarantine? Okay, so we. <laughs> I think we covered the first and the last. All of these almost, except for what's our favorite game by genre? FPS yeah. for sure is my favorite. I think. Yeah, I always kind of struggle to say FPS. Like, it's probably the case because, like, my favorite games of all time include, like, Halo 1, Rainbow Six Siege, uh, Battlefield 4 is one of my favorites. COD 4. COD 4, yeah, totally. Um, But then, like, if I think, like, my FPS, like, breadth is actually fairly small. Like, I haven't played um, a lot of big FPS uh, um, properties, like, at all. Uh, like over, uh, not overblood. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's that called? Overwatch. Like I haven't invested any time into Overwatch. Uh, Same. Titanfall. Like I've I've like tried it and didn't like really get into it. Um, things like Quake and like Doom. Uh, like have never really been interested in those. Wolfenstein. I haven't played any of. So like, there's these like huge properties that are like big deals in FPS that I just haven't touched. So like, I always feel like a little weird saying FPS is my favorite. Um, Even though it might be. What about freak? What is R- RTS games? Definitely not one of my favorites. Really? Um, like I like RTS. I, like I, I Age of Empires two. I love original StarCraft. I love StarCraft two is fun. Brutor. Oh yeah, StarCraft Brutor is that is original StarCraft. But no original StarCraft. No it's expansion. Brood War is like <laughs> that's what StarCraft is. Um, um but like, but. Like I don't see a new RTS game and get like really excited about it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. MMOs. I I used to love MMOs when I was like twelve to fifteen. Like what? RuneScape, MapleStory. Okay. Played those all the time because I think it was progression. That's what it was. You just got progression. Yeah. You got better at stuff. Yeah. And that's uh, you feel so great um, about I, yourself. I really really like puzzle games. That that like might be my favorite. Um, I like platformers platformers are actually sort of hit or miss for me i realized like I've, i thought for a long time that i like platformers and then i started playing more 2d platformers and realized that i didn't like very many of them interesting like it just, there wasn't enough fun there like there's a few that i really really like explosion man is a good explosion one so i good. like a lot of mario games actually i don't, actually come to think of it i don't really like any 2d mario games that much Mario's- i really haven't played that many 2d mario games yeah, I, I mean, I've tried. I like I've I played Super Mario One and Three quite a bit as a kid. I've tried other two D Mario games, and I'm always like, eh. I think I'm just thinking of Explosion Man when I say platformers. Yeah, Explosion Man's really fun. Explosion Man's really fun. Uh, I like puzzle platformers like Limbo. Right, that's a little bit of platforming, yeah. but it's mostly a puzzle game. Um, I really like Mario sixty four and Banjo Kazooie, uh, but those are a little bit more like although platforming is a major element, they're a little bit more just sort of like adventure games and discovery type of games. So. Um, I'm a big fan of like action RPGs, stuff like uh, Shadow of Mordor or oh, like yeah. the Tomb Raider games. Uh, our 
RDR two. What's that called? Red Dead Redemption, Red Redemption uh, Mass Effect, like all like all these like sort of action heavy games that have like RPG elements to them, but are not like straight up like crunch the numbers RPGs. Yeah, that's that's like probably my favorite uh, bigger style single player experience. No, yeah, those are those are fun. Um, so, what does Minecraft fall into? Uh, Minecraft is almost its own genre. But it's uh That's one of my favorite games. It, I mean I whatever guess it's genre like a, that is. It's like a building like a creative, creative RPG type. <laughs> I mean like I guess it is kind of RPG ish, isn't it? Yeah. But it's like I mean it's seven days to die, it's like in the same vein, right? Like yeah. it's games like Forest. that. Uh survival, I guess, like survival crafting. Yes, survival crafting genre type of stuff. But I don't like a ton of them, just Minecraft. No. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can like. There's definitely like there's things. I guess there's outliers. Yeah, yeah. There's like standout games. It's the same with like music. Like you can not like country music and be like, that Kelly Clarkson song is awesome. Old Town Road, right? Sure. Like or yeah, or like you can not like. Arguably not country, but it is. Yeah, I mean, there's there's all kinds of like just totally standout, and they're usually like a little bit watered down versions of that genre, right? To appeal to more people, but like there's definitely standout things in particular genres that are just like oh like i'm not a huge fan of third person shooters but i don't know gears of war is great yeah that's a fun question that's a fun question 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 of the week skin you just got the question of the week award there's nothing that you get for that congratulations you get a big congratulations you get a peach reaction to that question in the discord Brian will do that for us. I'll I'll actually add my own peach to it as well to even make wow. it. Wow. Wow. Double peach and double check mark. He did it. Everybody go to the Unrand Discord to give Ski and a peach. Give Ski and a peach. Or just any other fruit you can find. Yeah. Let's see how many fruits we can get on this question. Actually, speaking of my favorite genres, if you somebody just, God gave, just gave himself yeah. a peach. <laughs> he gave himself a peach. Um <laughs> if you want to get more into the kinds of games I like and what I like in games. Again, I will tease you. There is a project coming that you may be interested in, so stay tuned. Wow. That's it. Ryan's right. It's like, okay. That's all you get. I.E.A. That's it. Can I remove this reaction? Because that'd be really funny, but I don't think I can. No, you can delete the question. Ah, I deleted the reaction. (laughs) (laughs) Suck it, got egg. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, um, um, guys, that's pretty much going to do it for this week. That does do it for this week. Uh, you should come and follow each of us. I am, again, Ryguy, W-R-Y-G-U-Y, on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. Chris is just hello with three O's. He is oh, also oh. at just C Davis on Instagram. Just Chris Davis. Just Chris Davis. On oh, Twitter, he's at just C Davis. I don't tweet ever. But he doesn't really tweet. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at R6Unrenowned. Um, and we'll have a new episode for you next Friday, as always. Yeah. Chris. Great. Did you miss a favorite genre? No, I didn't. I do miss Lord of the Rings, though. Yeah. I what? just watched them all again. <laughs> <laughs> Lord but of the Rings is the best not movie Not the extended ever. version. They were on Netflix. And, okay, this is dumb. So I watched the, the third one first. And then I was watching. I only watched, like, Why? the last battle of the third one, just for fun. Okay. I just wanted to watch Pelennor Fields. So uh-huh. I just watched that real fast. And then I went to the second one. And I was, like, I watched pretty much the whole thing. I skipped some of, like, the boring Frodo and Sam parts. The, like, important part of the movie. Just watched, like, basically the big battles or whatever. Um, and I like got to like the two towers battle and then I like went to sleep and I woke up the next morning. It was off Netflix and I was like, that sucks. That's really sad. And then I had to watch it on iTunes cause I have it on iTunes. And then I went and watched the first one today. So I watched them backwards, but I was watching them without the extended version. You miss so much. Yeah, you really do. And, and like, if you're not a huge Lord of the Rings fan, it's probably way better. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, it's a lot of lore and like. There's very little like extra combat scenes or whatever in there. There's some. Yeah, but not very many. But most of it is like Aragorn not liking Eowyn soup. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> Oh yeah, I didn't even realize that was yeah, gone. That's like funny. You could do without that. Um I did notice that they don't pull Gimli out of the water in the non extended one. What do you mean? It just skips it. Oh really? Yeah. Where they go back and like the whole like he, Gimli jumps in but doesn't really show him get like crushed by orcs and doesn't really show him pull him out. Oh wow. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I've seen it that way so many times, I didn't even realize that. I know. Also, yeah. at the Black Gate, instead of that Sauron's like, mouth coming out to like talk to him or whatever, oh, yeah. he's not there at all. So it's like they go to the gate, and the gate opens just a bunch of orcs coming out. And they're like, retreat. Yeah. But you miss the I whole thing. Like, the Mithril, I will not believe it. And cuts his mouth. Mouth of Sauron. Yeah, totally. That's a good part. 
Yeah, it is good. Um, also, Skian says I should play Titanfall 2. That's definitely on my list, Skian. Light gun games. No. Borderlands. I do not like Borderlands. Have you played Borderlands? Never played it. I don't. I've, I've tried to get into Borderlands so many times, and I, I just don't like it, and I don't really know why. Eternal Will is playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I wonder if he likes it. Yeah, you should ask him. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. Again, we'll have a new episode for you next Friday, as always, except for this Friday when we didn't. Mm. Yes. Goodbye. Bye.